Previously on the No Mercy podcast, the Really Good Four split into two groups, one with Pip and Funky and Pesopt, and one with Ralric and Chest and Vivimar. Last episode we followed Pip and Funky, and this time we will follow Ralric and Chest. Before we jump in, let's look again at what happened just before the two groups split. Uh, 15? Alright, you're able to yank him up out, he's a pretty slender individual, and he says... Thank you very kindly. Now, please, can you take me home? Chess looks at him. He's like, I don't, I don't really know where your home is. It is Pesopt. Please. Yeah, I mean, we're heading to Pesopt, so we can bring you that way. What's your name? My name is Daniel Ward, son of Miss Ward of the prison district in Pesopt. I see. Okay. Uh, listen, it's getting pretty dark. I don't think we're going to make it tonight, so why don't, uh... You can just hang out with us. We're going to set ourselves up a little camp, and uh, we'll get you get you there in the morning. Afterwards, the group desperately needs to rest, so Pip puts up the bubble hut. During their watch, Semele gives Pip a token from their mother, and this object speaks to Pip. After the rest is over, everyone wakes up and they set off for Pesopt. Ralric thinks of a way that they can use Daniel Ward's influence. Also idea before we go... Daniel. Yes, I'm just sitting here. I see the city right there. Why can't we just go? Because um, remember that time we saved you from the gnolls? Ah, uh, you keep reminding me every single time. Well, I think it'd be pretty nifty if you came to Vivimar with me and, you know, spoke on behalf of my character at a trial of sorts. Question mark? Not really a question. <laughs> I mean, if that's how you want to use my influence then well if someone has a better idea I'll be taking this favor (laughs) I'll be taking this Daniel (laughs) (laughs) the group then go to the teleportation circle with Chess, Ralric, and Daniel heading towards Vivimar and Funky slash Thodrain and Pip stay in Pesop to learn more about the flute competition Chess, Ralric, and Daniel complete the teleportation to Vivimar, and Funky checks in on them. Yep. All right, so you both walk through. Um, you get to the other side, and you do see there is an elf that immediately greets you upon arrival. And he says, Ah, welcome to Vivimar. It's unfortunate that you've come back on such strange circumstances. Ralric, is it? Yes. Uh, unfortunately... We will need to take you to the cells, the holding cells, for now. Probably about this time in the conversation. Uh, to Ralric. Hey, Ralric. Hey, Ralric. Did you guys, you guys land where you're supposed to? Can I answer back? Yeah, we have 25 words. Uh, yes, we are fine. Message over. Of course, Ralric <laughs> will only use like five of the 25 words. For the first time, the really good four is split up into a couple of decently good twos. Let's dive in. No mercy, no, no, no mercy. A new chapter, a new arc, a new adventure, No mercy, no, no, no mercy. The really good four, and here is their story. But stronger's lacking in the smarts. The cleric does the touchy feel like grumpy healing arts. A broken hearted ranger with a dragon flying bow and a sweet singing gnome who tackles every foe with no mercy. No mercy. No, no, no mercy. Yeah.
So as you are led down towards the cells, you look around and take in your surroundings. The walls in most of your surroundings are carved through the wood of the great tree. There are several winding passages as you are led, and you are realizing how easy it could be to be lost in here. The wood all around you is giving off a pale green light, helping you guide your way. You eventually make your way to a room with about 10 cells in it. Uh, three of the cells have doors on them, made from the tree, while the other seven are doorless. Only one cell is currently occupied, one of the ones with the door on it. And the person who is leading you down says, uh, You may choose any one of these cells to you. We are not requiring you to be locked in because you have not proven to be dangerous to the people around. Uh, however, you will need to stay within the great tree and can't walk through it. But you can head upstairs later on to grab some dinner. Uh, King Shadow Step may stop in momentarily. Hmm. Um, I want the cozy one. Got any nice beds? Uh, none of them are that nice. However, you may feel comfort more comfortable in the ones without the cell doors on it, but you can choose a, a door cage if you want. Yeah, I'll go no door. Let's see. <laughs> Seems <laughs> the best option. <laughs> this is a pretty sweet jail. They're just like, hey, can you please like jail yourself? Well, I guess... Like, make yourself comfortable. I'm not technically a criminal yet. Not yet. Yeah, we believe innocent until proven guilty unless it's very obvious that you did the crime, that you get locked in one of those. Points at a person just kind of curled up in a corner of one of them. Mm -hmm. All of this is inside the tree, right? Yeah. That's kind of how I wrote it before. Okay. And everything that you see is made out of the tree itself, so even the cells are made out of wood. I hope no one brought a match. Lots of carving, huh? Um, I'm not with him, right? Like, I'm upstairs or something? We're in a different area? Uh, I think, I would imagine you went down just for the moment, because he's the only person guiding. Oh, okay. He was the only person there when you arrived. I see, I thought I split off. Okay. Ralek, uh, why don't you take one without the door so you can, like, leave if you want? Yep, good call. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely going to do that, just in case. Not super comfortable with cages. (laughs) And we've been in enough. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Although these ones are made of wood, so you can probably just, like, you know, break them. Mm. Pretty easy. Wood's pretty easy to break. Um, Chess looks at the guy guy leading us around. He's like, hey, who's that guy over there in the other cell? Kind of before you can even ask that question, he kind of uh, responds to you about breaking the tree. And he just remarks, why don't you uh, take out a weapon, see if you can put a dent in one of these bars here. Chess's like, wait, you want me to break your tree? i try. Okay. Chess takes out, um, uh, let's see, what do I have on me? I mean, a Morningstar is not really appropriate for wood, so probably a glaive. I think that has a blade on it. And uh, takes a big swipe at something. Sure, give an attack roll. <laughs> and that one? <laughs> How's that? So you are able to connect with that tree since it's stationary, but when once your glaive hits, it kind of just stops and you get the um, the super vibration going all the way up the shaft to your hand. Yeah. <laughs> now your hands are kind of shaking and you, you look at back where the tree was and does not look like it was touched. Uh, Chess puts the weapon down for a bit and he's like, ah, my hands. Whoa, that hurt. And he looks in and he's like, you knew that was going to happen. Ow. Man, that was not a very nice trick. Uh, 
I think it was kind of funny, but <laughs> just just is like, well, what? This isn't real wood, though, because normal wood would just break. What's up with this wood? Oh, this wood is made from the great tree. The only way that you can actually carve through the wood itself is to have a weapon or device made from the tree's wood itself. Oh, it can only cut itself. How did the first weapon get made? Uh, that was <laughs> at the request of a god. <laughs> oh, okay. Which, which god? Um, it was. Oh, shoot. <laughs> I forget. It's not Tirvaz. It was the other one. I forget. Corellon. Oh, cool. So this is like Corellon and this tree are good friends or something. Corellon's my boy. This tree is as old as time. Just does not. Just kind of looks at him after he says that, like looking very confused. Like, uh, it's really old. Just really old. Oh, okay. Does he mean like time the seasoning or something, or time mm. the pass the construct? The construct. I'm surprised you know either, but yeah, <laughs> the construct. Uh, okay. Um, just, uh, just. Okay. Well, so after that whole ordeal, just does end up saying, "Like, so who's that fellow over there?" Oh, over there. That happens to be uh, Mary Ann Wallace. And give a. Just history check. Not chess, but Thralic. Mm-hmm. History. Let's go. That's my mod. Zero. Eighteen. Ooh. So you remember Mary Ann Wallace from your youth. She definitely was an extremely oddball. Tended to be the loner. Off to herself all the time. Kind of talking to herself a lot. And and he says, kind of as you're looking over at her, uh, the guard says, um, She's a cannibal. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, this is an elf. Yeah, person. Yeah, just looks at her. Can he see her like through the cell? Yeah, you can. There are definitely holes in the in between the bars, and you see her kind of curled up in a corner, but you don't see her face or anything. She's kind of. Does she look like particularly scary or strange or anything like that? Not really. She looks like she hasn't had a bath in a while. Her hair is kind of matted down, clumping. Definitely has has rags on. Looks like she's been here. Either has been here for a while or wasn't living a great life before she got here. Okay. And, uh, okay, Chess Chess looks at the guy and he's like, did you say she's a cannibal? Yeah, so I wouldn't put your fingers too close to the cage. Chess is kind of like looking over at the cage and it's just like, lady, why do you you eat elves? And she kind of just lifts her head up almost kind of squinting her eyes, like seeing, having light enter her retinas again. And she looks at you and she says, have you ever tried elf before? Uh, Chest is like, no. Then how can you knock it? (laughs) He puts his finger up to be like, well, mm, well, it's, I mean, it's elf. You don't, you don't eat elf. Just kind of walks away uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna step into my cage. Maybe I do want one with a door. <laughs> <laughs> the ones with the doors are kind of clumped together, so you, you're you're kind of away from her a bit more with the doorless one. Okay, then stick to it. Um, where's the what's the other guy's name that came with us? Uh, Daniel. Through the portal, Daniel. Where's Daniel? He's kind of down here, and he's looking around, and he says. Please tell me these are not the only rooms that you have available. <laughs> and the guy says, No, we have rooms for witnesses and such upstairs. If you'd like to go to them, I can take you there now. 
Chest is just like, uh, I mean, sure. And he looks over at Ralik. He's like, Ralik, you sure you don't want me to stay down here with you? I don't mind. No, you don't have to. I mean, I just wanted you to keep an eye on Daniel. So if all three of us are going to stay down here, (laughs) that's fine. But you don't have to. You're not on trial. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, I can keep an eye on him, I guess. But, you know, just like, uh, like yell real loud if you need me. Hmm. Well, I certainly won't be chopping any pieces of this cage away. <laughs> yeah, Chess looks at Daniel. He's like, "All right, I guess let's head up and maybe go find some food." Who, Relic? Was it you that had the the ability to talk to Funky? Did we already phone back and say we got here? Okay. Hmm. Yeah, you already did. We already did. Like he responded in about three words. Okay. So, what time of day is it? Uh, it was around noon time. When do you teleport? And the the thing is tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. Okay. Um, okay. Well then, should we go get some lunch? Uh, yeah. Just looks. They said I can leave to eat, right? I just can't leave the tree. Yeah, I think so. Just just looks at the guy and he's like, "Yeah, can we can we go upstairs to the like cafeteria or something? Um, is there like a sizzler here? <laughs> Why don't you wait another half an hour and then lunch will be served." Um, <laughs> You can come up and sit and see if anybody has arrived yet for the trial at all, but we'll, we'll be having a meal together shortly. I believe King Shadow Step might be there. Okay. Ch- uh, Chess leans down to Ralik. He's like, who's King Who's King Shadow's guy? I don't know. I, you would know that. Should I know? <laughs> yeah, you would know that he's in, He's kind of like the head honcho of the city. Gotcha. Of the elves. So we have to wait for him to show up. Got it. King Shadow Sky? Step. Step. Just is like, alright, well let's, I mean, let's head upstairs, I guess. Maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll go find some of the people who are supposed to be part of the trial tomorrow. See if they're here. And he looks at the guy, he's like, has anyone else here arrived, or has anyone else arrived here for the trial? Um, I only started my shift a little before you got here, so. Oh, okay. I, I can't say for sure. Okay. I've heard that there might be, uh, gnome or two that have arrived but old nan was a gnome right yeah and did was there any other gnomes that well her sister was also a gnome. well right but did we did we put her as a character witness yes okay chess when he says gnome he's like oh pip's not supposed to be here why would pip be here no pip pip's not coming oh but he said there's a gnome here different gnomes oh right i forgot yeah there's more than okay there's more than one yep <laughs> <laughs> okay, well let's yeah, let's head upstairs, Ralark. Okay. And get some get some food. Maybe we can find some people. Sure. Get this whole thing all sorted out. Hey, um he looks at the guy, he's like, one last question. I don't suppose uh not the the other elf is uh showing up, the one who's like he's kind of a dick. Um you would know him if you met him. Um hmm. quite dickish, yes. You're probably gonna have to give me a little bit more than an elf that's a dick. I don't know if you've met more than Ralric, but <laughs> well, I've met, I've met at least two elves, um, and Ralric's my best friend, and the other guy's a dick. So, okay, so then who's the other elf then uh, that you're looking for? His name's Bobby Senior. Oh, he's not a dick. He's quite a friendly guy. He's an advisor to the king. Fantastic. Just as just like mouth is just kind of open and he's just like um we must be talking about somebody else uh because the guy i'm talking about is like a total d-bag like um 
you know, he, he rides dragons and kills innocent people, so... Uh, uh, that does not sound at all like Bobby Sr., but... Yeah, it must be a different Bobby Sr. Must be senior. a different Bobby Sr. Yeah. What's the what's this Bobby Sr. look like? Uh, and he'll describe the actual Bobby Sr. The one I know. What he looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, the, one, the one that we know, I guess. Give just a straight intelligence check. And I'll roll for his... Damn it. Description. Well, that's a six. I'm so bad at rolling <laughs> recently. Uh, not, I mean... Maybe Ralric should roll? <laughs> he did an okay job describing. Like, Ralric could probably figure it out. Mm-hmm. That there aren't a lot of Bobby Seniors roaming around with that description, so... Great. Just... Jess is like, well, maybe. I'm not sure if that sounds sort of like him. He looks at Ralark. He's like, is that Bobby Sr.? Yeah, that's him. That's great. So he's an advisor to the king. He's got everyone in his pocket. Chest is kind of just like looking sort of a bit worried at Ralark and back at the other guy and kind of like, um, now you're, you're sure he's an advisor to the king? Oh, yeah, he he joined recently, but yeah, he's been doing a good job so far. Okay, um, quick question, how long is the, like, who's this king guy? Is he, he's, does he kill people? Um, King Shadowstep, of course not. He's been in charge for such a long time and brought peace to the Elven Empire. It's really just what this individual is on trial for. That has been a major issue recently. I see, okay. Um, and he looks at Ralric when he says that. Yeah. Just just kind of like, okay, I'm going to go upstairs. Ralric, let's go upstairs. Sure. I'm, I'm suddenly less uh, comfortable down here. Uh, what'd you say your name was, Mr. Elf? Uh, my name is... <laughs> This shouldn't be a very hard question. I don't know. My name? Why? Are you drunk or something? Or My name? What? What is my name? My name is Sean. <laughs> okay, uh, thanks. With an H-A-W, not an E-A. Okay. Fuck the E-A, Sean. Yeah, okay. Mm. So, uh, Sean with an H-A-W, so, right, Sean Hall. Um, <laughs> it was nice to meet you uh we no longer require your services uh we're going to head up for some lunch sandwiches uh thank you for your time um certainly i would recommend that i bring you upstairs though because you don't know where you're going uh uh no i uh yeah i totally know where i'm going but sure if you want to bring us upstairs that's fine and he just starts walking up <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I totally know. Uh, let's, I mean, we should let's let's follow him anyway, though it'll make him feel better. And uh, just starts following him up. Okay. Um, while we're walking, just is kind of leading down to Ralric and is like, Ralric, it it seems really bad that um he said Bobby Senior is an advisor to the king. That seems like a really bad thing. Sure does. That's not gonna be good for my case. Um, just looks just looks down and is like, what? What are we gonna do? Uh, I'm gonna have to try and convince everyone that he's full of shit. Um, 
Okay, that should be easy, right? That shouldn't. I wonder if he became an advisor to the king before or after he attacked that town with Tirvanas. Yeah, um, I don't know. You can, and like for once, Jest is looking like really uncomfortably nervous, just because he's like struggling to think about how to deal with this. He's like, do you think? I mean, sometimes in the wood, in the mountains, we we settle things with like fights, like arm wrestles. Do you think if I just fought? Um, Bobby Sr., that would settle this whole thing? Mm, probably not in this case. Okay. Uh, all right. Okay. Yeah, This everything's going to be fine. We'll figure this out. This, uh, this is not going to be a big deal. Chest is continuing to walk, but definitely is looking not... He's looking worried. Uncharacteristically so. Yeah, I don't know if Daniel's going to be able to vouch enough to get me out of this. Or old man. Tyler, do we have a sense of time frame? Like when the, um, when Bobby Sr. was doing the attacks with Tervanas and showing it off. What was that other town called? Um, he attacked some other town nearby. The, Wasn't it Elf Town? That was the first one. Starts with a C. Um, so, yeah. So the, the big... Elf Town was the first attack. You were probably still somewhere else at the time. The second attack, Celadai, that was the name of it. Celadai. Just popped in my head. That one happened when you were in the cage wagon going to Devadem. Got it. And this was before he was an advisor to the king? Or oh, we're not sure. Uh, he, he didn't really give you mm. that big of a time frame. But... Okay. Okay. Uh, so as you're going up the stairs, he eventually weaves his way down a couple different hallways and then gets to a place where he points... Uh, into a small room. He says, this is the waiting room. As soon as uh, the meal is prepared, they will uh, let you know. And he points to another door in the room, kind of showing that is where you'll be going next. But if you simply wait here for another 10 or so minutes, they'll have everything set up and we'll start calling people in. Sorry, what was this other room? Uh, So it's like a waiting room. And then he kind of points to a door where they'll be coming to pull you from once the meal is ready. Just sort of shrugs and it's like, all right. Okay. Um, do you have any, like, do you have, like, a bathroom or something that I could uh, relieve myself in? Yeah, any. Sir. Says, come on with me. And he kind of lets, or points for Ralric and Daniel to head into the, the waiting room as he starts to bring you down a hallway. Okay. It's just, like, a couple doors down. Just looks back and he's like, I'll, I'll be right back, Ralric. Okay. And Ralric, as you're going in, you, you hear... Well, maybe if you decided to, I don't know, not steal my boyfriend, then we wouldn't have to have this conversation in the middle of Vivamar. We could have had it in a nice, more private location. But listen, Nan, I've really had enough of your crap. Well, none. It's not my fault that the men think I'm a more lovely sister. And they're kind of just going back and forth, and then they look up to you. Ralric! I really like that this conversation is happening and Claire is going to be so happy about it, but she won't hear it for a while. <laughs> oh, hey, Nan and Nun. And they say in unison, hey. <laughs> oh, hi. So this isn't, we're still in the waiting room, right? Yeah. How have you two been? You know, I would say that, and this is Nun talking, I haven't had the best, uh, week ever since that you left there's been a lot going on but it sounds like you've had a worse time so 
Well, yeah. I mean, it's been a tough journey, but what happened to you? Why was it bad? Well, I mean, you know, the whole, okay, there's a cult running your town, but they were actually doppelgangers, and then they were killed, and then everybody committed suicide in the middle, so that took a good amount of time to deal with. Like, everybody? No, you saw it. (laughs) There's the people, they sacrificed Melody. Oh, okay. Got it. Old Nate, that was none. Sorry, my my memories are fuzzy on which ones which. That that was old Nan, right? Yeah, and none was the kind of the sheriff with the um the hags stealing the children. Gotcha. Yeah, we didn't have as much interaction with the nun. Righto. You kind of faintly hear this chest as you're walking down to go to the bathroom. Chess would like kind of notice it and back and be like, "Oh, it's Nan." Uh, yeah. Okay. Um. I just gotta run to the bathroom real quick, sir, and uh, just he- like head in. Are-, are there stalls in this bathroom, Tyler? No, it's just like a single. No, oh, it's a single private bathroom. Personal pri- private bathroom. Ooh. Wow, so fancy. Um, Chess goes in and kind of looks around and sits down and is just a little bit exasperated and is like, oh boy, um, okay, all right, let's, okay. Uh, and he st- he kind of like looks around, definitely uncomfortable. Not sure what he's doing, but he's like, "Hey, um, Cord, uh, I know uh, we chatted recently, and you you told me to adapt, and uh, I've been thinking a lot about that. So, um, uh, I think that means I probably shouldn't try to fight my way out of this situation that we're in because it, I don't think I can." fight Ralric's innocence forward um but um it seems like I mean this certainly isn't my area of expertise uh, of of you know arguing things and I, I know Ralric's innocent but it seems like the guy who set him up is maybe set this up too and I'm really worried because I don't want my best friend to you know go to go to jail or something i i just i gotta figure out what to do and you know i i I, i'm having a hard time thinking about how to solve this problem um you know so if if there's anything that you can show me or tell me or anything like that i'm i'm all ears mr thunder Sorry, Cord. Uh, Mr. Cord. Give a religion check. 17. All right. Here's a good roll. All right. So you kind of finish up your prayer. You feel like a, a sense of pride in it. You feel like you did a good job. Don't feel any sort of super divine connection or anything mm-hmm. in this in this moment. But you feel like if you were, if you were heard, then you may be helped in some way. Okay. Well chest is kind of just like sitting there he doesn't hear anything back but he's like well i mean funky and pip seem to do this a lot and i guess it works for them so maybe i just gotta you know believe it'll work for me um and chest kind of like gathers himself and goes to reach for the door but then he's like wait and he run he goes over the sink and runs the water for a second and then goes back to the door and when he comes out he's like boy that was a good bathroom break that i had thank you sir for the bathroom break that you that the bathroom that you showed to me 
Give a dexterity check <laughs> the door. Twelve. Uh, okay. So you open the door and you, you feel like. Oh, sorry, eleven. You feel like you you hit someone or something on the outside, so you kind of stumble out, but you catch yourself and you're okay. And you hear this. To everyone else, it's just like this loud crash, but to you, like the how thundering the sound is as the, this tray and this, this food and plates and all the stuff kind of crash to the ground. You feel like a quick connection towards your prayer that you had there. So like you hear this... The crashing sounds kind of like thundering. Yeah. Okay. Th- thundering down the hallway. I see. And you look down and, and this person stands up and turns to you and you recognize it as Thea Almond. She was the raven, right? Yeah. What a um, coincidence. I was looking for you here, but didn't expect you to be in the bathroom. She starts like picking stuff up. Chest is like in the middle, in the middle of saying like, you know, I wanted thanks for the bathroom break. Uh, uh, oh, I, uh, Thea. Just help me pick this up. Quiet down. Thea. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Sorry about that. I'm really sorry for knocking stuff over. And he starts picking things up. And he's like, How's it going? How are you? Just listen. Something that you need to pass along to Rallery. Okay. And she kind of looks over your shoulder as. You're slowly picking stuff up, and she sees a guard. She kind of goes back to picking up, and she lowers her voice a little bit more, and she says, I, The deck is currently stacked against him. Ch- chest is like, oh, is the is the, um, is the the trial happening out on, like, a porch? No. Uh, that's weird. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, Nicholas Bumblesnatch. Okay. <laughs> Is currently employed by Bobby Senior. Okay, <laughs> that sounds accurate. And he is um, the main witness for the prosecution, saying that he physically saw Ralric. Okay. He's currently staying somewhere in here, but he is pretty much what the entire prosecution is resting on is his testimony. Ch- chest is like. Can you can you repeat his name for me, please? Uh, I didn't get it the first time. Yeah, sure. It's Nicholas. Yeah, N- Nicholas. Bumble Snatch. <laughs> okay, uh, that that was Bumble followed by Snatch. Bumble Bumble Snatch. No, it's just it's just Bumble Snatch, not Bumble followed okay, by Snatch. Okay, Bumble Snatch. Okay, got it. Thank you for repeating that for me. Um, so, uh, what what do I do? To hit. Do you want me to beat him up or something? I am leaving that information up to you because I need to get lost. It's already risky for me being here. Oh, head into the basement. It's real confusing down there. You'll get lost easily. <laughs> Noted. But all I, uh, what I know is that they are currently staying a floor above here. Okay. Uh, good to know. Thank you. Is he here now? I believe so he at least will be arriving by the end of the night hey how many animals can you turn into uh limitless i just depends on the day oh okay can you turn into like you know a mouse or something and then go tell me what room he's in specifically Hmm. uh and she kind of looks around hesitantly and she says "Ah, this is really risky chest Okay, it's uh, that's uh, it's it's fine, uh, Miss Almond. I'll head up there and just I'll I'll 
go do a thing. Don't worry about it. I don't, I don't want, sorry, I don't want to put you in danger. I appreciate the information. And she kind of gets all, all the stuff and she's like, <laughs> and, um, what's where you going next time? And she kind of trots off in a, in a huff. Just like, but, uh, uh, oh, sorry, sorry, uh, sorry. And he starts kind of like shuffling off really quickly back towards Valoric, like looking over his shoulder, but kind of getting in a jog back into the waiting room. Let's just ask the next person that comes in. <laughs> Look, it's chest, chest, chest. You know both of us. Come here, come here. Which of the two of us would you say is the most beautiful? So as Chess comes in, he's like, Rattler, hey, I, oh, oh, uh, hey, uh, old man and, uh, old nun, hi, um, okay, the most beautiful, uh, well, see, uh, probably depends on the definition of beautiful, because they say that, uh, beauty is in your, your deep skin, I think is the term, and I'm not as familiar with, uh, your, your deep skin, so, uh, probably you're both equally beautiful. Bullshit! <laughs> and as she says that, the, the door in the room, um, slides open, and you see someone just peek their head and say, Two minutes. We'll come and get you in two minutes. Slides it closed. Who else is in the room? Is it just the three of, uh, well, four of us now? Yeah. Okay. Just is like, just is like really kind of uh, uh and seeing it's like uh it's really good to see you both i have some important information i can trust you both right you're both good right and he looks at Ralph. he's like that i don't know if you could trust none trust me nan <laughs> hey, they just start arguing and they're not even paying attention to okay, you <laughs> and just is like okay and jogs over to Ralph and it's like Ralric, uh, hey, I, I just, um, ran into that raven lady, uh, Thea, Mrs. Almond. Oh, really? Miss Almond? I'm not sure on her marriage status, but, um, she told me some interesting information. Uh, there is a guy named Nicholas Bumblesnatch. Do you have, have you, have you heard of him? <laughs> you uh, fucking have. That's your, that's your childhood rival. Oh, really? Yes. Mr. Bumblesnatch. Yeah, okay. My old nemesis. <laughs> Something with you and names, and just once you hear a name, you just don't like that guy. You don't like the name. <laughs> I, this seems accurate. I agree. Um, um, he's like, hmm. but, okay, you. so you do, he is, okay, he's a nemesis. Uh, that seems, well, I don't know if that's good or bad. Anyway, um, they said that he's staying on the floor above us and the prosecution's um, entire like thing uh, totally relies on his his witness um, him saying that he saw you like uh, do it do the murders and um, but he's being paid by Bobby Sr. so uh, we gotta do something I think uh, Thea said she'd let me figure it out but I figured I should maybe check it with you. Great. He would do that. Uh, one quick thing I just remembered to, to clarify. When I say rival, like Bobby Sr. was your true rival. This guy was a rival in the sense that, well, I guess you were more a rival for him or you would kind of put him down all the time, just like as a young brood teenager might tend to do. Got it. So I'm the jerk. 
Just like Tom Tom always did to you, Tyler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This, this is getting really personal. <laughs> this is. I am the jerk in this situation. Um, just, just as like, you, I mean, if you want, I can go upstairs and try to intimidate him or something. But like, I, I don't really know. Like, can, can is there a reason I would go? Can you help me get upstairs? Is there a reason I'd go up there? Like, do you know this place at all? I don't really, do I? Uh, give a history check. Okay. <laughs> Five. <laughs> you are not a city guy. So nope. Any mission that you got tended to be in the woods on the outskirts. Gotcha. So upstairs is still in the tree, right? Or no? You would imagine so. Yeah. And I feel like we gotta go ruffle them up. Um, okay. Uh, do you... Do you think we can just kind of go up there and do that? Probably not, but we could try. I assume there's more guards around. Chest is kind of looking around and he's like, maybe maybe it should be me who does that, Rallert, because like, I think it would look bad if it was you doing it. Hmm. Maybe you and Daniel, or maybe just you. Probably, you know what, just me. Just, I think I have to do this, because um, I, I, I gotta help. And, you know, I think maybe it's best if you're not involved, I guess. Um, I'll, I'll think of something. I'll do it. Don't worry. I, I got this, Relic. Just get, just be intimidating. You gotta get in his face. He's kind of spineless. Do you, do you know any, do you know any information about him that I could use to, like, scare him? Do I? <laughs> Give another check. Alright, history. Yeah. Eleven. Particularly afraid of spiders. Oh. Too bad we don't have the bag. (laughs) (laughs) We don't have fucking spiders. Who'd have thought? And the door now slides open. Alright, time to come in for dinner. I thought it was lunchtime. Lunch. (laughs) Supper. First dinner. (laughs) Wait, Relic, you guys called you guys called the middle of the day meal dinner? Uh, apparently. <laughs> That's weird. The last meal is supper. Mm-hmm. A petite déjeuner. Um, so kind of leads you in. Daniel went off to the bathroom, comes in as well, eventually. Okay. And you see that there's a long dining table, probably about 20 chairs or so. Uh, and they kind of point you towards the, not to sit at the head of the table, but to sit towards that region. Okay. And there's currently no nobody in the room, except for a couple of waitstaff standing off to the side. Okay. Uh, Chest would just sit down, I guess, and kind of look around and s- like see if there's anything of note in here, I guess. Okay. Uh, as you start to walk towards the table, one of the people pull out a, a specific chair for you you to sit in. Chest looks at him. He's like, "Oh, uh, thank." Uh, thank you, Miss, uh, Sir, Miss, Mister, Miss Sir, Sir, sorry, and sits down. And you, as you sit down, you kind of look in front of you. You see two different plates and about four different forks, two knives, and three spoons. <laughs> Noted. There's no food yet, right? Not yet. Okay. And then someone else pulls out another chair right next to you. It would be to the left. This chair being pulled out would be directly to the left of the king. He pulls out um, and looks at Ralric. <laughs> one of the guards is pulling it out for me. Yeah, or one of the waitstaff. Gotcha. 
So I'm to sit next to the king then. Apparently. Okay. And then everybody else gets their seat. Um, the the only two seats left open at your end of the table is where the king would presumably seat and the seat directly to his right. Oh no, it's gonna be Bobby Senior. Ugh. All right. So as you kind of are just sitting down and waiting, after about five minutes or so, you see just this uh, first course of meals looks to be some sort of set of appetizers come out and they span the they're, they're set down and they span the entire table even though probably only you know about a third of the table is being taken up in terms of chairs right now but there's food spread everywhere lots of different appetizers from things that are fried to fresh vegetables anything that you could really want it's currently uh, at the table and as the last dish is set down a door in the back opens up and you see emerge is this very very old individual hunched over heads kind of um, the neck is down a little bit but still looking forward um, this person definitely needs assistance to to walk and is kind of putting his arm on another individual but the the king has a lot of different furs on of different animals kind of patched together doesn't look haphazard though it looks very well put together and adorned like a lot of care was taken to find the right size animal for the right size area on the coat and cloak and the coat kind of the cloak kind of just flows behind him has a little bit of armor on definitely well worn and well battled and walks over to the chair and the other individual pulls out the chair so that he can sit down he takes a seat and you go the other individual goes to the final open chair and you look up at this individual and you definitely recognize this individual. As you look at the head and you see it's his hair or their hair, not like tattoos, but actual hair, just different patterns carved through it. Uh, but overall, it's kind of bald, but has these just different carved hair patterns through it. Robe. Wait, the hair ha- is carved? Or just like think about, you might see really cool tattoos on a head. Yeah. Except instead of ink, that's hair. Oh, okay. Got it. Um, has very flowing, very colorful patterns on his cloak. Sits down, and but doesn't have this, like, leaning forward kind of clever smile that you recognize from just a few days ago. Uh, when you met this person, they were introduced to you as the Wild Mage. Oh. Wait. This person... So this is the same person that we saw in the... in that cavern? As far as you know, yep. Would I, would Chess recognize that? Yeah, easily. Okay, and he's like, he, he's not the king, right? He's just another guest at this table. Right. He was the the other empty seat. I see. Okay. Chest, Chest's eyes are kind of wide, and he leans into Relic. He's like, Relic, I think that's Mister Wild. Uh, sorry, Mister Mage. Wild, the Wild Mage. Yeah, I noticed that. The hair's a little different, right? But otherwise... Or the, the hair's about the same. Oh, isn't it? Um, I guess I just didn't remember that. Yeah, yeah I do see that. It's uh, not good. Um, just, just is like, I, I, I don't know. Can't trust him. Hello, welcome. And you hear the, the king's voice. Sounds younger than you would expect based on his age, but it, he kind of just bellows. I appreciate you all coming here to dine with me and my special guest here, Unkin. Unkin? Unkin. That's what he said. Okay. 
uh, chest, when he says that, Chest's eyes, uh, eyebrows furrow, and he leans back over to Ralark, and he's like, I thought that, I thought his name was Wild Mage. No, I just, he, he is a Wild Mage. We never caught his real name. Apparently it's Duncan. And he, he, he kind of leans forward and he says, uh, excuse me, did you just say my name is Wild Mitch? Um, just, just looks, the old, it's the old guy looking at us, saying that, right? No, it's the Unkin saying that. Oh, sorry, Unkin, okay. But we think he, he's the one who looks like Wild Mage, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, Chest is like, oh, um, sorry, sir, uh, I, uh, have met someone who looks like you, and his name was Wild. That is concerning. Please, King, may I speak to these individuals after this lovely meal, of course. And the King just says, yes, of course, but let's stop with those other things and just enjoy the meal that we have before us. And he kind of claps and points at you all to start digging in. And as you eat, you're in the presence of King Shadowstep here, potentially being sentenced by, by him tomorrow, as well as a person who you recognize as the Wild Mage, but introduced themselves to you as Unkin. Um, and you also have Daniel and Nan and Nun, this weird, strange group of people eating inside a large tree and just trying to think of your next moves with respect to this conversation, as well as Nicholas fucking Snatch. Is the Snatch in the room right now? He is not. Chess picks up all of the forks and starts trying to eat his food with all of them at once. <laughs> That's where we can end. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, I'm going to write that down. All the forks. So welcome to DM Thoughts with Tyler. Another interesting episode. This one focusing again on Chess and Ralric. This was more of a setup episode, really just to give a feel of the area. And I think after this episode, the area still feels kind of foreign, especially to Chess. And this was the first time that we've actually seen Unkin. His voice sounded different. It wasn't the same as from before. So there's a lot of information that could be learned during this dinner. Next episode, we're going to switch back to Funky and Pip, and we'll keep alternating until the group potentially finally gets back together. Thanks for listening, and we'll check you out next time for the next episode of the No Mercy Podcast.